licking scores. That is right. We are back here in only, the new decade. It only took you two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like so, right. for those of you that, of course, are in the studio, so everyone that's not us, I went to start recording and I had to turn the mic. I went hot mics, turn the mics on, and, and literally was, every I single fader talking. was down. No, the faders were up. I just oh. didn't have the channel selected. Oh. You there know, was no it, channel you know, selected. It's a, it's a damn shame Alex had to leave because <laughs> yeah. I would much rather have had this kid gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's switch. Alex anyway, so tonight. we're back here in the Wicked Studio. This is Wicked Scores. New decade, new, new intro. New, new intro. intro. We new got intro. a little surprise for you coming up here in a little bit. Uh, yeah. I always um, thought the return of us doing trivia. No. 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 I swear no. to God. It's even if better. If it's trivia comes better. back, I <laughs> Ryan's just. I, b- I bought a belt. Boys, the been, belt is at my house, so we, do, really? we need to bring some. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure I've, it out. I've been waiting all break to get back into this so let's not <laughs> okay all right let's go right. before any further ado let's get into some nba action what do you got for us there you go. so Snoozer. uh you know it's getting close to uh all-star weekend where's that it's, at it's in chicago oh this, this year united center huh yeah at the uh, united center so uh voting's facility. been going on uh i don't know exactly when voting closes but uh you know, leading voting in the West is uh, of anyone surprised. LeBron James is atop the polls in the West for front court, and then Anthony Davis is next. And then uh, we How got about, yeah, the Lakers actually being good. The yeah, the Lakers are you know top seed in the West so far, uh, but they've lost two games to the Clippers. And uh, oh, Christmas was very exciting. Christmas Day uh, basketball, Sixers absolutely yep. took yep. it to the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks got raped. Yeah. What what kind of injuries are going on right now? What's so, any uh, serious sp- NBA drama that they're known for? Uh, Embiid's out with a sprained finger, but he played through it. I forget what game he injured Top it guy. in, but uh, he played through it and they won that game. Sixers beat the Celtics even without Embiid. So okay. the Warriors they're are doing still. Well, yeah, Sixers are a pretty yeah. strong team. They don't. They're not solely focused on they Embiid. Don't, they don't need Embiid. That's why they brought in Horford yeah. to you know help. W- Warriors fans. literally still. Everyone is injured. <laughs> yeah, it's still the, well. Draymond Green came back, I guess, but that doesn't really help them. <laughs> nope. That, that's, uh, yeah. Speaking of coming back from injury, uh, Kyrie came back last night and uh, helped the Nets beat the Atlanta Hawks. Yes, I saw that. He I went, mean, like not, ten not for a, eleven. A yeah, not a huge. Uh, okay. Yeah, look, we got going. No. We'll certainly be talking about more NBA stuff as yeah. we get it's closer to, heat up. to the All Stars. Yeah. yeah, we're starting to starting get into the good up. stuff now. Before we get into hockey, as as you guys know, or if you're a new listener, you don't know. Uh, we had our dear companion who's no longer with us. Yeah, he's no longer Alex. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, so we got <laughs> no. some sad news. He, he, exactly. he just graduated, so yeah. he's living in the adult life right yeah. now, I think, in his mom's basement in Michigan. He is, he is. <laughs> Like, literally. I was FaceTiming him the other day, and I'm like, dude, basement looks sweet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but so the surprise after he died, he has sent me a audio file oh. for us to, for him to be here still. Yeah. Okay. Little, little, about, I think, a little under four so minutes little, uh, about Alex hockey, so we're going to sit here and know, listen to it. Alex's then, annex. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so without further ado, here we go. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> oh. Whoa. Uh, okay. Glad that I resurrected myself from the dead <laughs> here so that I can come back and uh, still contribute to this podcast. Where's this mic uh, quality coming from? Reads <laughs> yeah, I know. correctly played this at the right volume. And I did. Killed your He's ears. not. I did. I did. Go ahead and say that you could probably scratch that one off the bingo card, but he <laughs> has murdered everybody's ears. If not... Um, I want to talk a little bit about the NHL. Uh, hopefully, we'll kick this off this as so for funny. our NHL segment. Okay, turn um, it up. First thing little. I want to talk about is the Kachuk and Cassian interaction. Yeah, uh, Kachuk seems to be finding pretty much Let anybody he can to have Let beef with. First, it was Doughty. Uh, now it's Cassian, and in the Battle of Alberta, um, Kachuk and Cassian were we taking some good runs seriously. at each other. Kachuk sorry, is Alex. throwing some pretty heavy hits. I watched the game and I watched some of the highlights uh, just to rewatch it. 
and it all seemed pretty clean. But Cassian uh, went back and, you know, would ragdoll Kachuk at the end of it after one of the hits. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of what Cassian did. I don't think that it was necessary for him to grab Kachuk's collar and pull him down to the ice and continue hitting the back of his head so that his face was hitting the ice. Uh, that's highly unacceptable. And Kachuk, uh, Cassian saying Come that on, Kachuk needed to answer the bell, I don't think that he did because, you know what, Calgary got a four-minute power play out of it that ended up winning them the game. I agree. Um, so obviously Kachuk did exactly what he needed to do. I'm not always the biggest fan of Kachuk. He plays a lot like Marshand. Um, yeah, boy. <laughs> except Shut up. if Marshand wasn't a pussy. Exactly. Um, hey. <laughs> but I don't think that what Cassian did was 100% necessary, and I'm surprised that there wasn't more supplemental uh, great point. discipline. But it is what it is. Uh, go ahead, and you guys can talk about it, see what you think. Um, next thing is, should the NHL consider going down to 72-game seasons? No. Um, what? Ew. I, the reason I think I think it was speak. Brian Burke bought this up on Spit and Chicklets. Um, but they they were talking about it and it would actually make a lot of sense to me because it would alleviate a lot of the stress that a lot of these players have when it comes to they want to take a break during the all-star break like Ovechkin he's going to get suspended a game because he's not going to the all-star game but he's doing that because he doesn't want to be you know worn out he wants to be well rested so should they consider going down to less games per season so that these players can have the rest and not have to worry about it during the All-Star uh, all break. That being said, what does the NHL need to do in order to boost the viewership and overall enjoyability of the All-Star game? Because, let me be honest, besides the time that it was in Tampa, and I was thinking about going until I realized that tickets were $700, um, oh. I haven't watched the All-Star game. It's been pointless, and I haven't enjoyed it. I haven't enjoyed it since John Scott. That was the last time that I think I enjoyed it, and I think that was Nashville, and that was the same year that Larkin was in it, so I... Sixteen, um, yeah. and should they do something like fan designed or voted jerseys? Should they have more players from each team, like two instead of just one? Besides the teams that are godly, um, things like that. And the last thing is, do you think we'll see NHL players in the Olympics again in twenty twenty two? I don't know if they voted on it or whatever. If the NHL Players Association has decided whether or not they're going to do it, um, but if they haven't made that decision, do you think that that's something that we'll end up seeing? Thanks for uh, letting me talk for a little bit without getting steamrolled. Um, <laughs> oh, you did. He did. He did. Shout out to the uh, Embry-Riddle Ice Eagles for absolutely destroying a beer league team in uh, the University of Miami. I heard they only had like 10 players. They that, did. Uh, Eight. Really, True. really sucks for them. No, I think, I think it was All right, guys. Well, uh, well, I have something to say. Well, Alex, uh, well, I think the NHL should stay at 82 games. Uh, 72 is an interesting idea, and I was just wondering what else you thought about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He's, his spirit has left us. Okay, but anyways. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we lost the reading, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we only Wait, got bring the Ouija board back out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. Anyways. Alex so is saying, fuck you, read. Okay. Pretty much. All right, so That's all I got. Don't break the mic, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so the 72-game season. Um, want to touch on that you real quick. That's really yeah. interesting. So lim you, you think by limiting it by 10 games would really make a difference? I don't know. You're already playing what? nine months of the year yeah so honestly i don't feel like the 10 game difference would be that significant i think though i know you're players, literally making play, less it, money sorry players, yeah. <laughs> players want the break that's one thing like 
For instance, um, I forget who it was that literally asked for people not to vote for him because he didn't want to go to the All Star game. Well, like you, it's two with like you talk about. He wanted to break. It was Larkin. Well, Cam, you you talk about the less money. The players that are that are playing all the time are making so much money that not playing ten games won't hurt them financially. I I just mean like the league in general. Oh yeah, the league will lose money from overall revenue because every single team. Yeah, that's yeah. If thirty teams. Play ten less games, three hundred less games. Uh, fans are going to like. I don't think the league is going to be Pl- there for plus that. TV viewership. Yeah, I assume. I assume that the players would probably if like you're a going, break. But if you're going to take ten games out of the season, you better bring back the World Cup of Hockey. Yeah, you better bring back I, something case else. Closed. The NBA has also well, looked I, at it. It's like it's a big thing, like trying to shorten the schedule because you have to like try and figure out a way to like make up the revenue you're losing from because it is a ten, business. The ten games, yes, exactly. It's all professional sports. Really, is is a business. N- NBA exactly. is eighty two still though, right? They're they're trying to shorten it as well because okay. uh, I think they're like, running into the same. Well, same here's problems. here's what you can do too, like, and make it a solution. Just kind of thought off the top of my head here is you you give them you keep the games the same, but you split the seasons like two halves if you will so you have like the all-star break so, but then you have some time on either side of it didn't, didn't where they, they just no one about. plays didn't, yeah didn't about. they give teams bye weeks the yeah like bye, like what nfl does um last year and they've done it in the past it's but not also, bad food. yeah like a, I know, a bye week doesn't sound like a bad idea i know soccer leagues also do a christmas break in europe they'll do like yeah, yeah. not not even like i don't th- i don't think bye i think bye weeks only really work in football because of just the way, the, 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 the way the yeah the dynamics of it yeah. is, but with in baseball is just a whole nother ball game, literally. Ha <laughs> 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 ha a lot of games. But but with NBA and NHL, I think if they do some kind of like Christmas break or what a if, summer, some kind of break in between. What about shortening the playoffs? That I, I five well, games like like baseball, five well, games in the first round. You could do that, or UCHL tried that. Why don't we just uh, start the season earlier? As in like June? started in like September. September. They're already playing playing preseason games anyways. But like, but like preseason games to like two just your divisional opponents like two three or four games only. But like giving you more time in between. Games. You, okay, yeah, and it gives you more time Another. between games during the season. You're still in season longer, but you have better more. But you have better and longer breaks during. But the with season. that, with that having like with that being said, um, would this come as an impact on say like a global series? For instance, because like some teams would play global that, series I games. I don't think that's relevant enough to be to put taken into the conversation. I think that's, that's just kind of like a, a gimmick. I think there's a lot of solutions fair, to the yeah. problem, and there's there's not I, necessarily a bad way to go about it. But there's just so many options that it's overwhelming for the league to decide. And the and you have it's not just like a group of guys. Like when we decide to record the podcast, it's like ten of us, not even that I decide when to do this. It's yeah, it's you have they have to take into account the players. We all count the, as two people right now. The <laughs> franchise <laughs> yeah. owners. The um, fans, you got to take in all the scheduling of the arenas. Yeah, yeah and you gotta, it's, yep. Because I think the only arena that's actually owned by a relative team is the the AT and T Stadium. Uh, Jerry Jones owns it. The um the t- Cowboys Stadium. Cowboys. Yeah, and so that's the only. But they don't yeah, these like Amway Center and because you also um, have Wells the factor Fargo. for like yeah. you have them split between. But they're not necessarily owned by the same person who owns teams. the team that plays there. For the rest of the off season, they have concerts coming yeah. in. They have other venue yeah. uh, stuff coming in. Fun so, fact. Yeah. Fun fact: the only uh, NHL arena that isn't named like doesn't have a sponsor is Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bar down. Yeah. Um, bar down. There's a lot of history Here's though. An I have an um, idea. I just MSG. did some quick maths. Oh, if sweet. you played every team in your division six times, every team in your conference that's outside your division twice, and every team that's in the Western Conference once, 
you would play 74 games. So why not do just 74 games? That's fair. Yeah, and I think I, I think uh, Jonathan, it would make divisional it would make divisional games a Jonathan lot more Tate's important. Jonathan Tays had a take on this, and I forget what he said, but it was something about shortening the season. It like, would make divisional games a lot more important. You'd get less conference versus conference out of out of division action, yeah. but you'd still get all the Western road trips. So you get to play, you get to taste the Western road teams twice. But um, those are miserable. I mean, it would shorten the season by what eight games, and I think that would be a, a lot. But more really, tri- like eight games drastic, isn't really that. I think I mean, it'd have a more drastic impact. To be yeah, honest. and the thing is too, like I think about it from a consumer standpoint as a fan, if like when I was home over winter break, the Canes had like three home games back to back. I think the Caps okay. or maybe someone something two or three. And as a fan, like if I I don't have the money, I'm a broke college kid, but I had the money to go to games. I'll be more inclined to go to games more because there's less of them. Yeah. It's a supply and demand thing. Not like there's no games, but instead I of agree. having four, three, four games in a row or spread over a week, you have only have two games. And then, that, well, the NHL also has to more of fra- more so franchises than the NHL have to look into small markets like Raleigh or like uh, Sunrise, Florida, and mm-hmm. you have to schedule more games on your Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, Sunday. Yeah, because there's, there's hockey games on like dude, Tuesdays and with the, and with non- the boost and with non-hockey the markets, more people. It's proven that more people go to games that are weeknight, weekend nights than oh, like abso- Tuesday absolutely. night games absolutely. or Wednesday That's night. That's why games. the ECHL yeah. thrives on Friday and Saturday yeah. night schedules, uh, and then they the, do a Wednesday for some you, reason. Fun fact: the SPHL beat the ECHL in attendance last week. I'm not surprised. Shout out. Uh, it's a lot more of an intense game down it's there. It's more of a monopoly, but too. It, it, true that, but markets. you touching on Raleigh, I don't think uh, the Carolina Hurricanes have been doing They've, they've been growing, and they've I think in fanship, they y- yes. Once they brought in that whole you know wave action and then Spetsnikov turning every game mm-hmm. into a freaking lacrosse game, um, <laughs> I think really. that, you know, I think Carolina is one of those top, becoming one of those top markets. Sunrise, on the other hand, I mean, that team could be a 500-level team. They could be top of the league, and they're still not selling. But so. I, 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 I think, think you it, make a valid— I agree with the, okay. with the low market areas, but oh, not right. on the Carolina side. But then yeah, again, too, but, like you uh, to, to play yeah. devil's advocate here yeah. um, before we move on, with the weekend schedule, of course, you're going to have more viewership both in the stadium and on TV and streaming and whatnot. But then you get into other programming. Like There's other stuff going on. There's more stuff going on on the weekends. But I yeah. think we'll come back to this topic next week because this is a really – I think we have a lot of good ideas and we should talk about more. But to move on – Yeah, we'll talk to the NHL and we'll get back to Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we're going to put our input in. Input yeah. in. I'll talk um, to Batman. So they're, in case – They're too busy dealing with a lot of other things right now. In <laughs> case they're still trying to figure out why uh, – Corey Perry got a five game suspension. <laughs> All right. In case you've been living in Iraq, the NCAA football championship is tonight. Yes. The Clemson Tigers and the LSU Tigers. Tigers, Go LSU. Tigers on Tigers Go violence. Tiger? Tigers um, are going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, the Ohio State and uh, Clemson game what was yeah. it, two weeks ago, two, three that weeks was ago. Close. I, if Alex was here, he would go, ha ha, fuck you, Ohio State. So <laughs> that's, really? That's for Alex. Like, yeah. I would. I want. I mean, Clemson. I had a feeling was gonna win, but I wanted. I think Ohio State was a better team. Just Clemson got more breaks as far as calls and and spotting goes. But tonight, I think there's no doubt in my mind that LSU. Why it won't be an easy win. They're gonna. They're gonna run over Clemson. LSU blew out. Who who they play last? Oklahoma. Yeah, but I mean, it, Oklahoma's that was a blow. Oklahoma's good. I don't think they're, they're, they do things that's not necessarily nothing to write home about. And the LSU also. Sorry, James. Blow out. Uh, blow yeah, out Alabama. <laughs> uh. Yeah, LSU uh, beat Alabama really bad. Yeah, I mean, um, gr- granted, I Clemson could game. beat Alabama too. Alabama's not that good this year. 
But yeah, um, I mean, I, I I think Clemson certainly revol- I, it does like a lot in what you see with um, yeah. the NBA is really where it is really holds true. It's where they have one or two players, but without those one or two players, they can't do I think, shit. Yeah, just about like what Alabama did. Alabama was doing great this season until they had injuries of their key players. And yeah. What makes a good team, yep. at least in my opinion, is being able to still be good depth. without yeah depth without your stars without your stars and your stars not carrying. I mean, they, you carry the weight. There's that's that part of the sports structure. But when you have your quarterback go down and you start losing games, like that doesn't make we're playing really bad. That shouldn't be a thing. Fair. So I, mean, I think with and Clemson has that with uh, Trevor Lawrence and they had like a running back Travis and, Etienne. Yeah. There, but those without, without those guys, though, Clemson's nothing. I mean, UNC, the Tar Heels almost beat Clemson back in the regular season. That's the only reason why I think LSU, like, Clemson's still a great team. Like, well, yeah, they're a great they, team. The coach is amazing. I, yeah. I got some small tidbits for you here that okay. I, I pulled up because we were talking about, you know, just like Clemson and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's 29 0 in college. Yeah, right. Trevor Lawrence is still a beast. At they're, one point, he won 41 straight games in high school. Going four out of uh, five football seasons uh, that he played has been undefeated. Yeah, no, I... Last time he lost was to a freshman QB who now plays for Air Force. Yeah, no, I I have no doubt that these guys are good players. I mean, stats... I'll get into more of my stats uh, rant this week in the NFL, Uh but... (laughs) with Read with numbers. (laughs) Yes, I know. Almost as worse as words. Worse is words. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's just gonna be it's gonna be a good game to watch. There's no doubt about that. But I think at the end of the day, LSU is gonna pull away with the the natty. Yeah, so. I completely agree. Right. I, I, like unless something crazy happens, unless uh, what's it? Dabo Sweeney's got some friggin' magic t- yeah. tape that they watch. But I think I think Joe Burrow's very um, dynamic. Dynamic, and he's very he's consistent. He doesn't put necessarily big numbers up all the time. But he's very, very consistent, and he does things that don't show up in stats that win ball games, which we'll get. In, I'll get into more. Okay, That's part of my rant. Okay, anyway, okay. so with that being Let's said, do a quick pre- prediction. Yeah. Okay. What? What do we? I, I think it's going to be, um, thirty-one, twenty-eight Tigers. Which one? LSU. Tigers. The only Tigers. Tigers. Not, tigers. Not oh, the Tigers. You. The Tigers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the Tigers. Okay, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, thirty-five, twenty-one, LSU. So, okay, I, let me just say the over on this game under over sixty-seven. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be it's a big, gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's either gonna be a shootout or like yeah, it's n- gonna be no double digits. No, Forty be a shootout. It's gonna oh be, yeah, it's gonna be shootout. forty-seven, forty LSU. Okay, okay. What do you got, Sam? No, I I don't really have anything. Okay, thanks. Uh, Sorry guys, <laughs> I don't watch college football. Beer drinker. Um, there we go. That's what it is. See, this is a tough one because as much as I want to say LSU, I'm worried about the whole Clemson situation. Uh, with Trevor Lawrence. How they came back on Ohio State yeah. so yeah. rapidly. I mean, now I'm going to put it this way. Ohio State versus LSU would have been an absolute landslide in LSU's favor. I agree. I agree. Do I think that Clemson is as strong as they were maybe last year? No. Do I think it's going to be a shootout? Probably, but I think only by probably about three. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I think it's going to come to a kicker as well. But I mean, like you're saying, how they the, the okay, so momentum and um, 
Both teams at, are fast running off. Uh, yeah, fast well, running well, offenses. Momentum and attitude from like a psychological standpoint is a big part in sports. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. But Clemson, I think, strives so much when they get momentum. Because then, when they, you, you watch the games where they yeah. hadn't played the best, when they're not, when they're not playing, when they, nothing's going that's their they way, won, that's how they, they won last year. Yeah, when and that's how they beat Ohio State. They had got, they got a call after call, and then like a big play. You should and they seen, ran with it. Yeah, you should have seen how they were in that first half of that Ohio State game. They were down. They were on each other. Like yeah, that team will fold if you jump on them early. They'll fold. Exactly. But the thing you can't have like have to happen is you cannot let them squeak back in because the minute they squeak back in bouncing off of the momentum that you were just talking about yeah they'll start I, to put point i think they're probably up. in college football the team that suffers and and benefits from that the most but you know who that reminds me of what's that uh the florida state team uh james winston's florida state uh, yeah I, I that was that yeah they would be down going into the half and don't, then they'd come back and absolutely smoke you don't don't remind me Sorry. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I would just say I forgot unless that was a, unless that was, Joe yeah. Burrow's Sorry. can't handle the pressure of the national championship. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that is a concern, a valid concern. Because Joe Burrow's this is his first time in the ma- national championship. Yeah. So yeah, but you, I mean, he's know. good under pressure. You're right. He. But I you, mean, that's I've yeah. I've seen. I mean, people talk about Peyton Manning all the time mm-hmm. uh, being quick out of the uh, off a of snap. I mean, this kid's fast. Off yeah, and, we, and so we, is Lawrence, and that's why I'm saying they're both fast offenses. And I think both teams. I think it'll be like I said a shootout, but ultimately it'll come down to probably between three and seven. Yeah, no, I I think it's gonna be a, a one score game is what's gonna be. Someone's the gonna get out ahead early, and we're gonna start to see. Well, I'm sure uh, certainly not tonight. Tomorrow morning, the Wicked Scores Twitter will be blasting memes. Oh, out it'll left be and right. blasting tonight. Uh, and then um, we'll be talking about it next week. But kind of jumping over to thank, the pros. But, speaking of that real quickly, yeah. thank you to everyone who got us like 250 views on our latest video. Yes, uh, Twitter nice, is certainly nice, nice, popping nice. lately. So the. A little, little plug here. If you don't follow us, it's uh, Wicked, W-I-K-D, Scores, same as our podcast name, on Twitter and Instagram. Actually, it's, it's, wrong it's, it's, score, it's at Scores Wicked because Wicked Scores was covered. Oh, oh so at, scores, at wicked. scores Wicked. For oh, Twitter, Twitter, and then it's Twitter. at Wicked Scores for Instagram. Yeah, but we're barely on Instagram. Yeah, so Twitter, we might as well delete that. Hot yeah, so we're just going to probably delete Instagram in the next couple weeks and go back on Twitter. But anyway, uh, to getting into our last but certainly not least subject, topic, Array of conversation, do the NFL wanna, do we want to talk about wild card real quick? Yeah, let's let's just touch on the wild card. We're going divisional. Titans we'll... beat the oh Patriots. My yes, I fucking finally. Well, Patriots a, are well, done. Well, the thing is, this isn't the first time Ryan Tannehill's beat the Patriots. He beat them as the quarterback for the Dolphins. You're right. Before. Yeah, this isn't the. This is no small, you know, first time rodeo for Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and and when we were talking. Is this may be too much of a coincidence to do equitation marks, if you will? But I think the Patriots kind of suffered a little bit in that game from what the Clemson suffers the momentum. They kind of like when they get down, they're like, ooh, they're just shoulder shrugs. Because they're so used to winning. And okay, when you drop two back-to-back games, especially one no. against the Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. Okay, yeah, but the thing is, Tom Brady sucks ass. Tom Brady mm. is bad. Isn't he done? Tom, no, he, I, he's not going to be no. done. Oh but Tom God. Brady oh, is bad, and the Patriots' defense is great. But fucking Derrick Henry just eats defenses alive. He, he is just absolutely a beast. Derrick Henry ran for 182 yards that game. Oh, yeah. Damn. yeah. That's ridiculous. Tom and Brady threw for 200 yards, mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry ran for 182. That That is why they won. They won because of Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill... Did absolutely nothing. He Ryan Tannehill threw for seventy-two I, yards. I'm still happy. Someone, really? someone yeah. took him down. But still, it's not the first time Ryan Tannehill no, has taken I, down. I, a I agree. The the passer rating sixty-one for Tannehill, fifty-nine for Brady. And, and before we move on to the division, the other game I want to point out that I think was a standalone standout game from the wild card weekend was Vikings and the Saints. Yeah. Vikings um, got fucked again. 
Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But or no, sorry, the Saints got fucked again. Yeah, right. the Saints. The Saints. Well, I'm, it wasn't long before the Vikings did. But that, the, so. the yeah. Saints <laughs> got shafted in there and getting put in a play. They should have been in the divisional. They should have won the division. Yeah. And uh, gone into the divisional round. In my opinion, I don't think they were. They were too good. This. I mean, the record was the same, if not better, than some of the people that won the division. But also, they played so well this this season. I I don't think I've ever seen them play this well. Yeah. So uh, Dalvin Cook had 28 carries for yeah. the Vikings, which is ridiculous. But but I mean, Vikings played out. Got, they played the heart out. I gotta say that in overtime. Mm-hmm. First off, I hate NFL overtime. I agree. And second, Adam Thielen mm-hmm. pushed off when he caught the winning touchdown pass, yeah. and they chose not to review it. They the booth was just like no. Like in overtime, you're only there's no challenges. You're only allowed to review it from the booth. Which I think I in think in the booth, the literally the rule that fucked the Saints last year, the no pass interference. Mm-hmm. This time, Adam Thielen pushed off. There was pass interference, which I mean, I think because I wanted the Saints to win, but the Adam Thielen did push off. There was at least a case, mm-hmm. and they didn't even review for pat, offensive mm-hmm. pass interference. Well, what, pissed me off. Well, what I think they should change about the well, one the um. The uh, uh, overtime in the NFL is give him at least just give him one challenge, yeah. And certainly, and the under two minute thing with the booth only being able to, I know it's kind of a time thing, and I'm, I'll live with that. But they, their, their new overtime, the way they do it is so they can run it like a normal quarter, but you don't give them challenge, just give them one challenge. You know, yeah. it makes the game more interesting. Fans love the challenge at the end of the day, I think, from a viewership standpoint. I'm not a TV expert, but from what my experience is, anyway. So then the divisional round. Um, I think a Titan, Titan shocked the world, beating the Ravens. Yep. Yeah, I think that was a that was a good game and the Viking, big shock. The Vikings got what was coming to them from the Niners mm. and the Chiefs Texan game. I th- the, okay, so this was probably the best game of the divisional weekend because Seahawks Packers was really good too. It was a good game, but I'm talking about like yeah. overall. The Texans were up 28, 24 to zero after the first quarter. The Chiefs came back at halftime. And it was twenty eight. 24. Yeah. In one quarter, they scored 28 points, and then they go on to 51-31. The Chiefs are just, with, with Andy Reid's, I think, finally has the right players under him. Chiefs and the have right the perfect path to the Super Bowl. I agree. It's going to be Chiefs-Niners so, uh, in prediction, the Super Bowl. Predi- so that's your prediction for Chiefs, the Super Bowl? Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. I was about to get that. Uh, quick, predictions for this Sunday. Who's going to win? I'd, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking Niners. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game between the Titans and the Chiefs. I got Titans. No. Yeah. You got Titans? I got Titans. I, Titans and uh, who? Ryan Tannehill. Titans yeah, and who, I, Ryan? What? I, Titans and who? For, uh, from Niners or Packers? Yeah. Mm, Packers. Okay. I oh. think I... Oh. Yes. Niners, uh, Chiefs. Sorry, Titans. Yeah. Um, I really... I would love to see the Titans and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I think that would be awesome. That would be a great game. Chiefs uh, by enter, more, the though. Chiefs, I think yeah. that deserving is kind of like... I, is a very Andy loosely Reed. word, a loose word to use in pro sports, I think. But Andy Reid is fucking God. Yeah, I think, okay, regardless, yeah, on yeah. the on the we, AFC, I'm going to be happy regardless of whichever team we got We got to get into the grave here real yeah. quickly yeah. because we got to wrap this up. Because this kid out the window here looks like he's about to kick our yeah. ass. Yeah, I know. We got to hurry up. And then uh, 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, no doubt about it. All right, oh. graveyard. Graveyard for me is the bus driver of the Caps, or the Washington Capitals bus that almost ran over me when I was in Raleigh over winter break. Jeez. Nice. Yeah. Kyle? The, so nine, the, the Niners is the Ravens because they have Lamar Jackson and they got absolutely smoked by the Titans. And Lamar Jackson played absolutely <laughs> Speed round, terrible. speed Kyle, round. Kyle, rip the Bills. Damn, we almost made the play. We almost made our first playoff win <laughs> since the 90s. Didn't happen. Love the Bills. Same. Fuck the Patriots. Glad they're out. 
All right, Mygrave, having to show up at the ICI at 3 a.m. on Friday to catch a flight to Colorado, Woo! boys. Yeah. All right, guys. Wicked scores going on tour out west, baby. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you guys.